0: You're listening to the Forging Fury podcast, a show dedicated to bettering lives through fitness, nutrition, and inspiring stories
1: from athletes of every stripe. This episode is brought to you by
0: Modern Day Midwife, encouraging active pregnancies, supporting empowered birth, and growing strong, healthy families. For information or to set up an appointment, contact Tracy Burns by visiting moderndaymidwife.com. What's up, two people? This is Coach Riley, and I'm here with my friend Michael Gray with the Forging Fury podcast. Today, we've got something special on up for you guys. We're going to be talking a lot about mindset. So, uh, if you've been, well, last week we talked about mindset and wellness Wednesday me and Michael kind of had a conversation about it. We thought that we could expand on that and maybe even just talk a little bit more about that. So Michael, uh, you've had some recent journeys with your mindset. Uh, well, I would say issues or not. Oh, definitely issues. <laughs> yes.
1: And one of the things we've you've heard in some previous podcasts, like Hannah's podcast mm. is she's a mindset freak. She's just great at that kind of thing. And that's not something I am naturally good at, which is a fixed mindset of my own to say that I don't, that I ha- so you don't have, have a, a flexible mindset. Yeah. You have
0: a fixed mindset about having a growth mindset. Yes.
1: It's, <laughs> it's a little weird, right? So before, before I get into all of my issues on this, it's like a, a call in Dr. Phil show here. Before we get into all of my issues, why don't you talk about what a growth mindset versus fixed mindset is? Cause that's what we've been talking about in uh, wellness Wednesdays. Just kind of recap that for people. Uh, all right. We'll just hit you with some definitions real quick. And this is coming
0: straight from the book uh, called mindset by Car- uh, Carol Dweck. So a fixed mindset. In a fixed mindset, people believe their basic qualities, like their intelligence or talent, are simply fixed traits. They spend their time documenting their intelligence or talent instead of developing them. They also believe that talent alone creates success without effort. So this is someone basically saying like you're born this way. Like you can't you can't grow, you're static in your thoughts, you're sta- static in your your well-being, you're static in pretty much everything. Like you're born with it. You either you got it or you don't. Right? And if you don't, don't bother trying to get it? Exactly. You get what you get and don't throw a fit. That's what kind of what it it boils down here too. But that growth mindset, kind of the opposite here. In a growth mindset, people believe that their most basic abilities can be developed through dedication and hard work. Brains and talent are just a starting point. This view creates a love of learning and a resilience that is essential for great accomplishment. So this is basically in layman's terms, like you can be whoever you want to be. You can create those skills you can learn and practice new sports, aka, you know, Mr. Glassman's code as well. But we're really able to do anything that we want to put our mind to. Yes. Okay.
1: So a fixed mindset, going back to that, that's just kind of what you're innate, what you're automatically good you're at. You're
0: born with. Like a good example, and this is a shout out to our coach, Becky Briggs, who brought this to the table. Great uh, Wellness Wednesday topic. She talked about being a good artist. Some people think that you're born with being an artist and you can't, like either you have it or you don't. Which is, which is false because they, in the book mindset, they did a, like a week, uh, drawing course and they were able to see like 125% increase. Well, even the pictures are in the book of, you can see like day one and then they did a week drawing course and they were able to make a self portrait that were, it looked like a completely person to draw on it. So they got of, better as they yes practiced,
1: practiced and, and almost maybe believed that they could be a good artist. I'd be curious to know if those same people would be as good as natural born artists too. Well, that's that's if you believe that there are such thing as natural oh, born artists. Man. Here we go. See, now that's where I get into my issues, <laughs> right?
0: So you can see that this fixed and, uh, and growth mindset can can be can be problematic and it can be something that you would want to work on. Me and Michael have gone back and forth off off the air of like what do we consider a good growth mindset? Or like, what do we consider a, like a bad fixed mindset? And not always thinking like, that you can't be both. There's there's a fluidity of sorts that we can kind of go in and out of this fixed and growth mindset. So don't feel like you're married to one. Like, and honestly, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, if you feel like you've uh, accomplished and like mastered the growth mindset, then you, you, you haven't. I think it's a constant
1: craft. Sure. What do you think? I, I definitely agree with that. That's why you do ballet now. Yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that's a great example of, of a growth mindset. And I think what's hard for me on this is trying to figure out whether I'm generally a fixed mindset guy or I'm generally a growth mindset guy. Because I am somebody who likes to step out of my comfort zone and do things. Like if they asked me to do ballet, I, I might not have <laughs> not been able to get there just because I don't think I'd be strong enough right now. Yeah. Yet. But what you did was totally the kind of thing I'd love to do. Just that experience was down. an
0: eye opener. I, have we told the story on air yet? I don't remember. might, okay. as, might as
1: well give. A yeah, we're bit gonna
0: of, we'll give a brief synopsis of sorts. So I'll play some good, uh, you know, yeah. nutcracker in the background. Nah, nah. Well, I was the Arabian. Make sure it's the Arabian music. Got it. I could still do it right here and cue music yes. now. <laughs> so basically, maybe about. Uh, maybe close to nine months ago I was training the, uh, the dance studio in the back of CrossFit Fury Southwest Ballet Company that's what it's called and uh, they were training they were getting ready for a show and Melissa Hani the, the owner said hey we need to get this girl's in into shape so I trained them for maybe about four or five weeks getting ready for the show very uh, low key I said hey if you guys ever need help in a show let me know I'd be glad to help I've always you, been kind of interested
1: you thought they wanted to have you move props or something yes or maybe you wanted I, to da- did you want to dance when I you could said be
0: that? the like the curtain guy the maybe. Tree. <laughs> yeah or something else so uh, Melissa took that and maybe uh, six months later she said hey you remember that one time that we asked you for help uh, we need your help and I'm like okay cool tell me what to do. <laughs> Very uh very small role I'm anticipating. I'll I'll try it. I'm I'm open to new things. And then they handed you to your tights and, and you're, you're like <laughs> what? <laughs> well, there's no tights involved, Aww, but man. they basically partnered me with um uh my, my partner Jaden, who is an absolute ballerina ninja slash like best dancer I've ever seen. Like I saw her dance and I was like, There's no way that I'm gonna be partnered with her because she is excellent and I've never done this before. And it actually was a really great experience. She was a great partner. Melissa and Daniel, the the teachers in the Southwest Valley Company, they were amazing. They kind of all put it in the vernacular that I could understand like you know, you want to hold her like you're doing a deadlift, and you want to make these steps like a like a push press or a box jump. It was fun. It but was be gentle
1: for crying out loud.
0: You yeah, I didn't l- drop her, so that was a success. And maybe we could put a picture of me from the ballet in the in the in the notes or with this episode somewhere. I'm sure, there's tons of them. The one yes. thing that they didn't tell me about though is that I had to wear makeup, and that was a game changer. I'll day you. day of,
1: I showed up, and they were like, "Okay, we got to put the show makeup on you." I'm like, "What the hell?" I didn't get to go see you. My wife took my daughter and son. I Think. Yeah. They were there. Heidi was there. The little one was sick. So mm. I didn't get to go. Well,
0: you, well, I you know, she was impressed. I would say you didn't miss much, but I mean, I was proud of myself, man. Again, putting yourself out there. We talked about being the man in the arena in a previous episode. Yes, Like that's totally stepping into that, uh, vulnerability square and just being, being willing to fail and being willing to try something new. And guess what? I didn't fail. So, I surprised myself. Didn't drop her. Yeah. Everything went great. And how many shows did you do? We did four shows See, there you back go. to back to back to back nights. By the, by the last night I was happy it was over. I'm sure.
1: So when you were doing that, what did you have any fixed mindset things pop into your mind and how did you deal with that? How did you go from fixed to growth or was that well, pretty easy for you? Well, a lot
0: of the times, um, I thought that I couldn't do certain things like, like just dance wise, like they were giving me ideas and like these terms in ballet that I had never heard of. I was like instantly overwhelmed and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Like you got the wrong guy. Right. But like, honestly, just being, being a good communicator with them, being like, Hey, I don't understand this. Like we got to slow it down. And if anyone knows Melissa or Daniel, they, uh, they're pretty, they're pretty good teachers, but they're really advanced and they go really fast and things change and then they change again. And then they change one more time. I was like, I just need you to tell me the right way one time and I can learn it. Right. So it was almost like a CrossFit ballet dance, it was like constantly varied ballet r- <laughs> routine for time. Right. Yeah, so the probably the week before we finally got it down. So nice. we we uh we rehearsed for maybe about 9 weeks and then by the last week we got the full thing going. So okay. yeah, the story behind the story there, but yeah, I mean even things like that like it doesn't have to be that serious. That ballet was a dramatic uh kind of display of that, but it can almost be like you know, having a growth mindset about being a better friend or a better partner or being the best version of yourself. Um, it doesn't have to be that dramatic. It doesn't have to be a new skill or a new something. Like it can be very something just in your personal life or even in your professional life. Like it could be like, Hey, this today I'm going to ask my boss, how can I be a better employee? That's a growth mindset. Okay. So maybe asking for help. That's a growth mindset. Like asking for feedback, receiving that feedback and not taking it personally and kind of things like that nature. It doesn't have to be a
1: drastic act of, of anything. It can be very subtle. It doesn't have to be huge. Right. But it's putting yourself out there, which is kind of drastic to people, I would think in general, because comfort zones are a big deal. And yeah, you get stuck in that comfort zone, man. We've talked about this a couple of times that it's not, it doesn't always end up well there. (laughs) Right. Okay. So when I was hearing this now, by the time people hear this podcast, it can be a few weeks later, but We were just about going into 19.4 mm. and in 19.4 for the scaled workout, pull-ups are part of it. Now I have never gotten a pull-up yet in my yes, life. I like that. That's already kind of a growth mindset. And I've been working on it actually. I've been doing some extra work after, after workouts or just uh, I'd come in on Tuesdays or Thursdays and just do a little bit of extra pull-up work. And I don't feel like I'm getting very far, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to change my mindset. This was Wednesday, 19.4 came out the next day. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to change my mindset from fixed to from fixed of I can't do a pull up to I'm going to get at least one. And it, my pie in the sky idea was I could get five because the open is exciting. You kind of have more energy. That adrenaline rush is and real. I was, I was jacked up for it. Yeah. So I got through the first uh, section of the the wad, and then you have the three minute rest. And I was like, all right, here we go. I'm going to do it. I even gave my my phone to Mark Slager, who's coming up again on this cast. Hmm. He he was my judge. We and I need said, to get him on here. I said, you're not going to have to film me too much because I'm not going to do very many, but Mm -hmm. I want you to get my first pull up on video. Yeah. I failed miserably. Well, guess what? And that, (laughs) that actually put me into a little bit of a depression all, all day. Yeah. It was like, man, I thought I could do it. I believed I could do it. So what did I do wrong Well,
0: I mean, other than just, I, first of all, going from a completely fixed mindset to a growth mindset in two days. I think that it's was a tough. little bit, that's a little bit, uh, extreme on the, uh, on the process there. Well, but. and it,
1: it wasn't that I've been working on it. So I've been feeling a little more yeah. confident. I feel like I've put in some of the work and I just thought I can do it now.
0: Well, just, well, I mean, we, I sent you that Ted talk, put it in show notes, yes. Ted talk by Carol Dweck. And she said kind of this attitude of like, not a pass or a fail, but maybe not yet. Like you just got a not yet. It's not like, and I'm pretty sure if I know you, like I know you, that'll only, only like make you work harder for that. Like there's one thing to meet an obstacle and then to let it stop you, AKA having a fixed mindset about obstacles. Right. And then having a growth mindset of failing, hitting that obstacle and be like, okay, well, what, what do I need to do more than I'm not doing? Or what can I do more? Like just need more practice or need more time or things of that nature. Like, I don't think that's going to stop you from getting your pull-up goal. I don't know. Stop me if I'm wrong. I, I hope not. <laughs> no, I, I sure as I wasn't. shit tell you that's it better not.
1: No, I, I don't think it will. And, and I think maybe what, where I was wrong was thinking that a, a flexible or a growth mindset was just believing in yourself, that kind of thing. And yeah.
0: And sometimes it doesn't pan out. Guess what? I could have dropped that girl on her head on the ballet thing. And we had to be ready for all uh, circumstances after that. Like yeah. you got to be ready for all outcomes. Like that's what that's vulnerability. That's trying new things. Like, if you can't, it's not always going to be puppies and rainbows. Like there might be some, some, some losses there. There's going to be to get some wins. You're going to take some losses and there's going to be some bad things and there's going to be some good things. So, but I think that this moment in time you're going to look at and be like, Oh, that was, I was on the, I was on the edge of glory. I was on, I was close. Like that was the moment that was pivotal for me to keep working, to keep grinding, to keep doing what I need to do to get this pull up. It's just going to make that victory more sweet. I think when it does happen, you'll be like, thank gosh. I hope so. At least I've had on videos. Well, so there I, is no, I can remember how bad it was. Well, if you hope in one, well, I won't, there's a, oh man, <laughs> there's a good quote by my grandfather, but it might not be safe for work, but we're going to say it anyways. Well, if you hope in one hand and you shit in the other, you tell me which one weighs more. <laughs> so yeah. AKA shout out to my grandpa, RIP, oh, but I like nice. that, that's my dad. Uh, my mother's a uh, good mother saying as well, but. You know. Well just you gotta be willing to fail. And that's just that just comes with the territory of trying new things. Like, have you ever gotten a pull up before? No. Did you do you wanna get one? Yeah. Did you think you're gonna get one like today? Probably. But guess what? You're gonna try to do it even harder tomorrow. You're gonna take whatever this experience was and put it in towards the next next experience. You're going to you're gonna get your goal. It's just a matter of when and time. Sure.
1: Yeah. I think where I where I have a hard time is I'm not sitting there thinking Hey, I'm going from just starting CrossFit two years ago to now I'm doing a muscle up. Like it's not a muscle up. It's, it's a, so much more of a basic thing. And I think when it comes to, you know, things you're automatically good at, when we talked about fixed mindset that I know I'm good at X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. I know I'm not good at pull-ups, so I'm going to work on it.
0: Yeah. Right? That's all, that's growth. I mean, that's a growth mindset,
1: but I don't feel like I'm shooting for the stars to get one single pull-up. Like I'm watching one of my favorite, uh, Instagram, uh, guys to follow is make wads great again mm-hmm. shout out to him because he's got hilarious memes on there but one of the yeah. things he does during the open is he always puts up videos of people getting their firsts of something mm. and in the back of my head i was like i'm, gonna, do been, it. Yeah. I'm gonna send it to this guy and he's yeah. gonna put it up there and I, cool. i'm seeing people doing muscle ups huh. and i'm impressed by all these firsts for people but i'm like not even getting the first that's like baby steps way down just the line you're just
0: cultivating bro you're just percolating that's that slow cooker bro you got that You got the the freaking slow cooker of goals, man. It's not always going to be right when you want it.
1: It's hard to have. You
0: got the instant pot of goals, man. (laughs) You just got to let it simmer for a little bit longer. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) right. I mean, I'm I'm dropping some knowledge here or dropping um, a book recommendation. I just finished Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. And this is the creator of Nike and how he kind of created Nike from the ground up. And there was, I mean, it was a matter of 10, 15 years where like Nike still hadn't gotten off the ground completely. Like they were doing great sales wise, but like they were going back and forth between banks, trying to get loans, trying to cover their, their butts the whole time. Like it took them 10 to 15 years to solidify Nike as, as a powerhouse in the athletic department. It took, ba- it took Mozart 10 years to write any good music. Right. So, I mean, just think about sucking for 10 years. Or like being like your your child of a of a business like it's not fully supported or not fully like ingrained that Nike is today like it it's fifteen years it took so really? i mean. Just, just a
1: little perspective, I think. It's could, a could long help you out. time to wait to get a pull-up. L- <laughs> eight it more years and yeah. I'll get a pull-up. Yeah, let's not. Well, I'm not think doing a pull-up by eight years yeah, from now, then.
0: I definitely think that it's within reach, not <laughs> okay. eight years within reach. Great. Um, kind of shifting. We've got a quote from, uh, from the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. We're going to drop her name a couple more times. But the quote goes, mindset is not, a, is not about picking up a few pointers here and there. It's about seeing things in a new way. When people change to a growth mindset, they change from a judge and be judged framework to a learn and help learn framework. Their commitment is to growth and growth takes plenty of time, effort, and mutual support. So if that didn't ring any bells, Michael Gray, I don't know what will. Especially the last sentence for what we got going on right now. I know time, effort, and mutual support. <laughs> exactly mutual support, and I'm your mutual support, man. I know a lot <laughs> yeah. of people are giving me tips. Well, I mean, everyone's there to help. I mean, you've got you got all of the above. You've got time, you've got effort, and you've got mutual support. So it's just a matter, just a matter of when, not if. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, this is. Um, I love this. Um, when she talks about change from a judged and be judged framework, I can totally see that um, this judge and be judged. So like, let's say I fail. And then my peers, they're, they're going to judge me. They're going to be like, Oh wow, you suck. Or like, that wasn't good. Or like something like that. And shifting from that to this, uh, learn and help learn. So like I learned something, my, my friends, they learn how to do strict handstand pushups in 19.3. And they're like, Hey, Hey, you wouldn't like, I'm going to teach you how to do this. Or like, I asked them, Hey, how can I learn how to do what you do? And like kind of creating that culture and that shift with, uh with, with your mindset. I mean, I think that's huge too. Yeah. This judge and be judged type thing. I think it, it kind of stems. I, I use this in a wellness Wednesday is like, now we live in a society where a lot of our accomplishments are broadcasted on social media. Um, um, we live in a highlight reel society right now, especially with Instagram and Facebook. Like we only see what people want. Like we only put out what people want to see. Right. So you're only seeing people's wins. And then you look and like, guess what? I'm not PR in my back squat. Uh, I didn't do all 50 handstand pushups and I get to the handstand walks or like, I'm not, I'm not successful. I'm not making money. I don't have a vacation home in Mexico or something like that. And it always kind of draws this comparison of people of what you're doing now or like how we're not enough or like kind of like this fixed mindset and the fact that we're not, we're just going to give up. Like we've met these obstacles have co- kind of like, and we're comparing ourselves to the others. Like it's just a vicious cycle. If, you, if you've got three or four of those bad kind of fixed mindset habits, like it's, it's a world of, world of confusion and world of heartache. I think, yeah, I would love to see more. <laughs> I would love to see more of like as bad as like, I, I hate to say this, but more failure on Instagram because Instagram is, is the highlight reel of, of people's lives.
1: Well, I did put my failing, uh, well, hell to- yeah,
0: <laughs> that's perfect. That's what people need to see. I think uh, that's more, that's more, um, that's more rich in character than just posting what you want people to see. Even in like per, personal relationships, like you would think that every couple in the world here is like home runs, like, like they love each other every day, every second, every hour. Right. And I know, well, I'm not like super experienced in that, but I know that relationships are hard sometimes and oh, it's yeah. not always perfect. And maybe you can speak on that a little bit more than me, but it says it's, the single
1: guy. It's a, every day. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, you're right. It It is a challenge every day. Some days are easier than others. People are going to so. be listening to this and be like, this guy doesn't know shit about relationships. <laughs> Well, my wife's going to be listening and she, hopefully she thinks I know something about <laughs> she's it. Gonna, she's
0: going to give you the side eye at this moment. And That's be like, right. What do
1: you know? <laughs> Riley knows more than you, dude. Come yeah, on.
0: No, I just, I, it's tough. It's tough to, to, to run into those obstacles and kind of not compare yourself to other people and, and anything along those lines. Like there's, it's, it's a, it's a tough world on social media, I think.
1: Yeah. Now you're telling me uh, after you gave your mindset or your Wednesday mindset talk, one of the, um, one of the people at the gym came up and mm-hmm. kind of gave you some insight into how he, he does mindset stuff with his family. Why don't you talk about yeah. that a little? So
0: shout out to my man, Brian O'Connor at the 9 a.m. class at CrossFit Fury. He's uh, actually one of my favorites. We have good talks and he's always really into the Wellness Wednesday stuff, which I really enjoy. It's like he's into it. He'll ask questions like intuitively and shout out, Brian. Uh, you're, the, you're a good looking tall guy. So shout out to you if you're listening to this. Um, but he actually gave me this acronym that he uses with his kids. So he, I'm not sure how many kids he has. He probably told me, but I forgot, but every dinner are like at dinners. And like, anytime he has like real talks with this kid, he uses this acronym. Uh, it's the acronym is hard and the H stands for honesty. The A stands for being accountable. The R stands for being real. And the D stands uh, stands for being direct. And I just like, that blew my mind that he's having these kind of conversations and like with, the, with his kids from a young age and like, Kind of promoting that growth mindset and kind of like some introspection with with kids, and I think it starts there. Yeah, but like just—I mean, he said just basically being honest about anything, like putting it, like being honest with yourself is huge. Like, just like why do why do I struggle with having a fixed mindset about you know being? I, I use I'll use my personal example. I was like, sometimes I feel like I'm not a good brother. Like, I'm not I'm not the best brother sometimes, and like. Why being honest with myself? Of why, why, why do I feel that way? Is it because I'm not good at contacting my sister? Is it because I don't know? Like a long laundry list of things. But and then he says like, okay, now that you've realized that you've been honest with yourself. How are you going to hold yourself accountable with that? Mm-hmm. So if you're wanting to be like the best version of a brother that you think is possible, how are you going to do that? How are you going to hold yourself accountable? And then being real with yourself and being like, hey, I'm putting it out on the table. Like this is this is what I want this is what I want to do. This is, I'm being real with myself of like how I want to accomplish this goal. And then being direct with that of like, how can I be direct with that? Like direct with my sister, direct with that goal. And just like the fact that he was even breaking this down with his kids like that, I think was out of this world. That's cool. Yeah. It was huge. He, he used this as like having this growth mindset and fixed mindset is like being like, he used the term, like you don't have to be better, like being better. Like how do you quantify that? Like, how do you quantify better? Like how, anything that you want to change, like how are you going to quantify that? Which I think is huge. It's like, yeah, better. Better is a, is a relative term. Like, I don't think it's, it really has the, the gusto or like things that can make you change your behavior. Like, oh, I want to be a better, better basketball player. Well, then how the hell are you going to be a better basketball player? It just like, well, starts with what? Right. It starts with being, being like, oh, holding yourself accountable, being honest, being direct. Like that acronym, I think it, it hit me pretty heavy.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a big deal now because a lot of times in this world, it kind of seems like if you just believe in yourself enough, you're going to be good. Mm. And when I was a I was a third grade teacher, as I told you before, and that was big with third graders. It's like just believe in yourself, just believe in yourself. And I had a lot of kids who believed in themselves but couldn't do mm. what they believed they could do. And it's not because they physically couldn't; it's because they didn't. They spent their time believing in themselves and not studying their math it. facts. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it was such a concern for me. And that's why with this fixed and growth mindset, I kind of felt like, is it just a believe in yourself type thing? And, yeah, is and, it has a woo woo. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's just, to me, that's a, a dangerous thing. I think to just sit there and believe in yourself, you got to put in the work. Like you're saying, yeah. what does it mean to be better? You can't just believe you're better and get better. You've well, got to work. I feel like it. there's
0: this thing that i maybe have read before in the past, but it talks about earned confidence, having earned confidence. Like, you can have earned confidence by doing those things, like doing the work. Like, I mean, Steph Curry, I read that he has to leave every session with just swish, like just swishing nothing but net 10 free throws in a row before he leaves, before he leaves. Yeah. And, and that earned confidence, like he's going to step to the line in the finals and and he can make any free throw at any point. I mean, every session that he leaves, he's has that earned confidence. He's done the work. I mean, and that comes with anything either. Like, if you've done the work to know that you're going to get that pull up, eventually you're going to get that pull up or you've done the work of being a good partner or being, being a good father. Like you've done that work. That's earned confidence. Like that, that stuff's huge. Like yeah. earned confidence, like not just believing in yourself, but like knowing that you put in the work as well, I think is important. Yeah. Earn, like believing is like, it's just, all right. it's, I think it's a
1: pipe dream. Like there's, there's a point where you have to do the work. Well, I think on some level too, just believing in yourself is kind of a fixed mindset. Like that's mm. enough for me. Like if I just believe, then I will be successful. But growth is different. Growth requires the work behind it. And I've got a 10 year old and I tell him all the time, like if he does something, he like, well, I didn't mean to do such and such, or I wanted to do good on this test. And I keep telling him it, it, what you want doesn't matter as nearly as much as what you do. Mm. What you do like is that. more important. So I like that. I, I think that's probably why I messed up with 19.4. I, I, I believed in myself and, and I didn't, <laughs> well, that's
0: important too. Like they, it,
1: but they both play a part. I think that they're both important. Yeah. But I wasn't honest. The H oh, yeah. of hard. I wasn't honest with myself that right. I, I probably, I'm probably not there yet. Mm. I can get there if yeah. I keep working. And if there's pull-ups in 20 point, whatever <laughs> next year, you I know better that. be getting one. I'm
0: pretty damn sure there'll be pull-ups next right. year. Um, yeah. I think we talked about a little bit beforehand as well is that we kind of have, uh, we talked about being kind of fluid and where like fluid with your growth and your mindset is like having a fixed mindset, maybe not always be a bad thing, question mark. I mean, this is, this is something that we talked about is like, I have a fixed mindset about eating well, I'm fixed in that. And I, and that I know that that's what I want and I'm not really, and when I like, I want to do that. Like we're just opening this topic of discussion and food for thought for you guys is like, can you, can you be both, which I think is possible. And is, is having a fixed
1: mindset always bad? Like, is, is it good to be fixed in certain things? Thoughts, Michael? Well, I know that if I looked at my wife and say, Hey, I want to have a growth mindset about our marriage and whether or not I should be faithful to you. <laughs> I, I don't want to have a fixed mindset. Yeah, in that, I yeah. don't think she would respond very well. So oh, I mean, I think a fixed mindset as far as like, you know, how I'm going to, treat my wife and yes. things like that is important. Yes. I think that's
0: there's there's a good examples of fixed mindset. And now I think the words fixed mindset is now instantly negative. Like being fixed of like, you know, yeah, how are you gonna treat people? How are you gonna like communicate with people? Like you can fix the good you can have fixed habits that are good for you. Yeah.
1: Totally. But I think the whole idea is if you're fixed, you're not going to be having room for growth. So there are areas in areas we need growth. We need to not be in a fixed mindset. Mm-hmm. So
0: like, is there, is there room for growth in the way we treat
1: people? Yeah, there would be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's never a good idea to be fixed because you, you never know what's coming down the pipe. Yeah. I mean, so what about
0: when it comes to stuff like food, though? Like people have a lot of fixed mindsets about food
1: and about diet and about things like that. I try not to because I know life throws curveballs, And yeah. I married into an Italian family and my mother-in-law makes great pasta. So wow. if I'm going to her house, lucky you, I'm not going to be
0: <laughs> fixed. I'm, you're going to have a growth mindset. That's, that's about a growth <laughs> mindset
1: about cavatelli, man. Yes. That stuff is good, but I won't eat as much, yeah. but I I can't just be like, Oh, I have to stay. Mm. I'm going to go and take my own steak and just gnaw on the steak while they're all eating. See, this pasta. is the beauty
0: of this podcast. Cause I would do that. You I've, would. I've showed up to multiple fa- family functions, friend functions, to uh with my own (laughs) food
1: but like i'd love that who's in better shape you or me (laughs) well
0: i mean it's not about that but like i'm i'm kind of sometimes a slave to food and we talked about this a little bit on hannah's episode but like that that's draining it's really draining like being a slave to food and like just having always to think about that sometimes i like i wish that i didn't care about it but i do i know too much like i i think when you know more you like know better do better like you, you just gotta do it you just judge guys like me who eat pasta
1: with well, their, I'm not their judgment you just
0: I have a growth mindset of how I accept people <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> like how I show compassion like I should co- show compassion to people
1: oh thanks yeah I'll remember that next time I'm
0: well <laughs> just send me a selfie of you eating pasta and i would I'd enjoy it all right I want to invite you over to
1: to that i've seen See, now i event. feel
0: like i'm missing out on pasta because i, I have a growth mindset
1: it's good damn it let's give people homework like what's, yeah like, well, like find one fixed mindset yeah. thing you have that that you need to change yeah, and, yeah that was and, my homework for wellness wednesday is to think about what
0: what you, d- yeah, you did yeah, what you're what you're fixed what are you fixed about what do you have a fixed mindset about
1: pick one thing and find some ways to turn it into a growth mindset
0: or just think about why are you fixed in that way? Like what's, what's withholding you from being in a growth mindset about what you're fixed
1: about. That's a good thing. Yeah. Let us know about that.
0: Yeah. Maybe comment or like talk to us or tag us on Instagram with a story of you talking about your growth or fixed
1: mindset. Or if you know somebody who's got a really fixed mindset, oh, send them this episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. tag yeah. Three friends. Yeah. Tag three friends that you know are fixed mindset about pasta. That's right. (laughs) All right, guys. So that was our uh, episode about mindset. We'd love if you went down to the bottom and gave us a five-star review. We are trying to reach more people. We want you to listen to this with your mom, your friend's mom, and your grandma. So help us reach more people. Give us a five-star review. Leave some comments. Love you guys. Meet it.